Hello, hello, and welcome to Rob's Random Stuff, the podcast that varies so wildly in topic that no algorithm would dare pick us up. That's right, I'm alone today. John couldn't make it because he's driving his bus somewhere. And today's episode is a little short, or maybe it's not a little short. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It's about Santa and a little bit about Christmas. It turns out Santa's a weird guy. But before we get to Santa, I suppose you need a little Christmas background because it explains a couple of the things about where the modern day Santa came from. So, the Norse people celebrated Yule from the winter solstice, which is December 21st, all the way through what we call January, celebrating the return of the sun, which I guess kind of makes sense if you're in the Arctic Circle, that's when the sun is gone. But if you're below the Arctic, cir- the Arctic Circle, the sun's only up for a couple of minutes, and the farther south you go, um, the more sun you get on the winter solstice, so they celebrate the return of that guy. And the sun was one of their gods, so of course they had a giant feast. The men would bring home a gigantic log, like chop down an entire tree and set that thing on fire. And they would feast until the log burned out, which was between 12 and 25 days in some cases. And they believed every single spark represented a new pig or calf born on the oncoming year. And, I mean, the winter solstice was just a convenient time for everybody around Europe. I mean, that's when your beers and wines would be ready for drinking, and they would kill off all their livestock so that they wouldn't have to feed them, and then they would eat all the livestock because it would go bad. Now, the Romans did something a bit different, which is the closest to our Christmas celebration today. They called it Saturnalia, uh, which celebrated Saturn, the god of agriculture, and was pretty crazy for everybody involved. Starting the week of the winter solstice and continuing through the entire month, they opened up the reserves of food and wine and celebrated. And some even say they freed their slaves for that month, and the slaves were treated as equals. The Romans also decided to give a ton of gifts to each other throughout the whole time, but most importantly on December 25th, which was the birthday of their sun god, and was coincidentally the most sacred day of the year for the Romans who were not Christians. And fun fact, um, when Christianity started roaming around, they didn't really celebrate Christmas because the birth of Jesus was not even in the Bible. However, Pope Julius I chose December 25th to be the holy day. And it is believed by many that he chose this day to try and convert more of the people around Europe that weren't Christians into Christianity by showing them that their holy man shared a day with their gods. Now, Santa Claus has a little bit to do with the Norse people. Not so much the Romans, but a lot about the Norse. Everybody knows who Santa is, of course, and he was actually a person depicted with a long beard and a long coat, the patron saint of the children, the poor, all of those people. But before good old Saint Nick came along, the early Germanic tribes worshipped a deity known as Odin. You might have heard of him. He was thought to ride around in an eight-legged flying horse, pulling a sleigh behind him. Children would leave carrots in their boots, and Odin would feed the carrots to his horse and fill up their boots with treats for the kids. Now, like I mentioned, that horse had a sleigh, and it was said that Odin had specially hired 
dwarves and elves who were only there to make gifts and candies for the children. And Odin is also known as the Yule Father, just like Santa is known as Father Christmas. Strange coincidence if you ask me. So I guess that is where Coke got the inspiration for their ad. But there is actually some evidence of a Saint Nicholas, even though they're not quite sure where his bones are. It was said that Saint Nick was also the patron saint of the prostitutes due to a story that was told about him where he saved three girls from being forced into prostitution by dropping the coins through their chimney so that their father could pay their dowry. The dowry in question was not mentioned in anywhere I could find. He's also the patron saint of sailors, merchants, archers, thieves who felt guilty about their deeds, kids, brewers, unmarried people, and students. So I guess it's safe to say that good old Saint Nick is the patron saint of everybody. Now, the earliest writings about Saint Nick were written centuries after his death, including that story, and a lot of them either didn't have too much detail or blew detail way out of proportion. However, an early list shows that he was an attendee at the First Council of Nicaea in 325 AD, which was a council of bishops who gathered to get a consensus on church issues, and he was there, according to the list. But none of the bishops that were verified to be at that meeting had actually written about Saint Nick, even though they had written about each other and the topics that they discussed. Which is kind of weird, and that's pretty much the only one of the only writings we have about him that was written when he was alive, or said to be alive. Now, going off of his death date, which is widely accepted to be December 6th, except nobody can verify it, because nobody knows when he really died, a little less than 200 years after that day, the St. Nicholas Church was built under orders from Theodosius II over the site where St. Nick was said to serve as a bishop. And what is thought to be his remains were moved to a sarcophagus inside that church. However, quite a few la years later, group of merchant sailors moved the major parts of his skeleton without authorization and enshrined them in the Basilica di San Nicola church in Italy somewhere. I think it's Italy. And the smaller bone fragments were left in there until some sailors came and took the rest of his bones to Venice. So I guess it's safe to say everybody's a little crazed by St. Nick's supposed bones. But why is he called Santa Claus? Well, by 1280, he was kind of known as the patron saint of the children, and he was known for giving gifts and goodies to them. And of course, of course, he was alive around the 300s, and now it's 1200. So these stories kind of get blown out of proportion, and nobody really knows if he's real or now, if he's real or not by then. So they kind of just assume he's like a Santa Claus sort of character. He would give, he was said to give gifts and goodies to the children and made sure that they all said their prayers. With the gift giving celebration happening on December 6th, not Christmas the 25th, not yet at least. But, however, the Protestant Reformation began in the 1500 and saints all over, including Nicholas, fell out of favor. However, over time, many, many new figures were created to fill this position. 
since there was already a celebration and the kids loved it. A lot of them looked like devils, a lot of them were just regular people, and some of them were gods, and none of them really fit the description too well. However, over time, I guess, you know, just like other stories, these guys all sort of merged together and became what looked like Santa Claus, which pretty much looks exactly like Odin, but with a red coat. And sealing the deal, Coke created their famous Santa Claus marketing campaign, showing us the fat man with a white beard and a red coat that we know today. And there's Santa Claus for you. This episode came out to be just under nine minutes, it looks like. So I guess it was a short episode. Um, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of information about St. Nicholas out there. And I most definitely got a lot of stuff about Odin wrong or neglected to include it. So go over to your Google search bar and search who is Santa Claus. That's where I got started and that's where I found all my information. It's pretty interesting. I think there's a history.com one. St. Nick has his own Wikipedia page. And of course, Odin has plenty, plenty of attention since he's a pretty major god in Norse mythology. And that's, that's all the Santa Claus content I've got for you. If you want to hear more from us, you can head on over to podcast.robsrandomstuff.com or wherever you get your podcasts, but not Google Podcasts because you have to pay extra for that. That's your lesson from this episode. I am a cheapskate and refuse to pay for Google Podcasts until they force me to. We also have a Discord, by the way. Um, it's not really intended to be hangout space, but I guess it could be. It's mostly just a place for people to leave questions and comments because somebody tracked me down on the internet and found me and said, Hey, we can't leave comments anywhere, so I made that server. And now uh, you can ask questions there. Or just talk to people about Santa Claus. Hopefully that the Discord server is listed somewhere on the website by the time this episode comes out. And one final piece of information for you, a teaser, I guess. Me and John have a very special episode planned for next week on Thursday involving chickens, Christmas songs, and holiday spirit. And there is a Hanukkah song in there for those of you who celebrate Hanukkah. Everybody else on the planet, I'm sorry, but that episode's probably not for you. I mean, we're, we are making fun of Christmas songs, though. So, yeah, tune in for that one. And I will see you in the next one.